Hey, and we are off. And this is an interesting episode because for the first time ever, there is no Ben. Ben does not exist anymore. So it's like the B and then the M squared. So, so basically the good in this is we will actually manage to stay on topic, hopefully. We'll see. So, so, so I guess... You gotta do your BM thing. You gotta do your intro music. This was the, this was the intro, the announcement of, with the, of the, the passing of Ben for a week. Okay. All right. Now, are you gonna rap or something? Now we mourn for a second and then we move on. Okay. So, so are you gonna rap? Yeah, so it's also going to be a short one because um, the other two have a couple things that they got to do today. So I'm just going to go jump into the this or that, and then um, we'll hit the topic. So um, for this or that today, home consoles versus portable. What do you prefer at this point? Well, here's a question. Sorry to interrupt if anybody was going to go anywhere, but um, let's see. The, uh, would you include mobile, like iOS, a, a platform that is, that is a mobile you can consider? Like mobile cell phone? Yeah. Is that a game console portable to you, iOS? At this point, let's go ahead and consider it. If you're just talking mobile games, I, okay. I might question your sanity. But. Okay, well, uh, go ahead, Barrett. Oh, okay. Uh, console, for sure, for sure. I mean, especially with COVID, right? I mean, we're not going anywhere, really, except to the store and whatnot. Uh, so, I mean, why would I need a thing? You know, before COVID, when I had a commute on the train, you mm. know, mobile, mobile was nice. But even then, I wasn't that into it. Like, it was just something to kill the time. But, like, I, I wasn't, like, invested in it. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas console, home console, that's when, like, I can sit down. I can really focus, devote the time, you know, just see, like, all right, I'm going to spend this hour and a half playing something. And I can really get into it. And, and for me, that's as big because I like those kinds of games. I like cinematic games. I like games with deep stories. I like RPGs with the kind of involved mechanics and stuff. The kind of things that aren't really conducive to mobile. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, not, not that big in the mobile. So I'm going to jump in cause I'm actually going to go towards portable. Um, but what's in the same state you were with, with console up until about the PlayStation game boy advanced DS type, um, era when that all happened um mainly because same thing with console it's you, you there's if you compare nintendo which i mean nowadays nintendo is just completely old archaic games that don't even look good compared to what we have now but back then if you care compared to nintendo to what was on game boy it was just kind of a joke. Game Boy was just, it was like so low scaled down stuff, I could never get into it. But as when we got to the PSP, mainly with, um, I guess, hacking and homebrewing the system, it actually helped me achieve one of my childhood dreams, which was to play Super Mario Brothers on the toilet. 
which I did. <laughs> and because I always dreamed as a kid, I could cart my whole TV in and my system and plug it in and stuff. But yeah, that happened. And I, I think around the Game Boy Advance and DS, at that point, it really nailed down the 16-bit era um, type of feel, which was like the classic era feel for me. Um, and at the, now, it, it's more being that I'm married to a Netflix addict um, or, you know, a TV addict who always has to have a TV on listening to something, it's become so much easier to just have something portable that I can just, you know, sit on the couch next to her or lay on the bed next to her and I can play a game that way while she continues to watch TV. And a lot of the non-cinematic games, which I I do like the cinematic games. I do like when it's got a good story. I do like when, you know, it it, it can be pretty technical. But with those type, the non-ones, I can play it for five, ten minutes or something like that. Um, Usually with portable games, I'll have a save where you can pretty much save anywhere and then just close it up. Whereas if you're talking in like a home console, it seems like it's an hour two hours between each save sometimes mm-hmm. so so that's just how i feel so matt okay well i'm gonna go with my thing real quick because uh, i only have a few couple of minutes or something left. i'm not sure all right so um generally i would usually say home console but if you're considering mobile it might might it's 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 interesting because i've been spending my most gaming time the last years maybe year two maybe uh, on, on particularly on one or two games on the, on the phone, and uh, and so I mean I can I can just like start it up you know while I'm doing things making food and and do a super quick uh, thing with it and then um, set it down and do my thing so that's that is really really handy you know and uh, that's allowed me to actually be able to get to it when I've been insanely busy the last couple of years so that's uh, something to think about but um, if, if it wasn't to, until last couple of years I would hands down say console because there's just so much more to it more more uh, immersible but um yeah so right now i'm kind of iffy in either way right now but all the rest of my life i would have said console and so that's uh gonna be where we gotta kind of um, go over to the next um thing and and in fact i'm gonna ask you is is mobile like ios uh, uh acceptable for your next um qualifications in your next uh, main topic, um, yeah, I mean, I guess you could you could say that as long as you're talking about things, games are just specific to that, and not things that you can load in to like emulate other systems. Yeah, yeah, okay. So okay. let's go go ahead and call on um, you know, see what the uh, the whole situation is. Okay, and just a check, Bert. How are you doing on time? Uh, I could spare another, like, 15 minutes, maybe. Okay, so why don't we, I guess we'll have Matt go first, and then he can gauge what he has time, then you'll go next, and I'll finish. Okay. Um, so, yeah, for the topic um, was basically one console for the rest of your life, all games unlocked for it, can't emulate games, can't be games that are ports from other systems that aren't, like, actual, you know, releases, like, on some sort of, like, collections volume 
Um, it, it can't be PC, can't be arcade. And Ben just actually joined, is about to join us. All right. So we've got the one last person. So, you know, let me see. Okay, I think I just like put everything on hold the wrong way. Is everyone still there? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me see if yeah, I can add it. the wrong button. So this is going to be kind of a shocker to have them like join in the middle of everything. And he is unavailable. Come on, man. Well, you can explain in this situation. Why don't we go ahead and uh, do my thing? Uh, you're going to finish talking about the uh, the topic while we see what's going on with that? Um, yeah, you can go ahead and, and um, start up, and then I'll see what's going on with him. Okay, so um, if you're trapped on a desert island with only one system, all your rules, blah, blah, blah. But let's say you said, um, let's say iOS is a platform, is a mobile platform, you know, so... And um, a couple of games that I, the two games that I've been playing the most last couple of years are um, Asphalt 9 and Pokemon Go, which were made specifically for that and then ported to Android, I believe. Um, and so those are the only games that I play almost exclusively anymore the last couple of years just because I'm just so busy. But um, before I even thought of that, I was thinking to myself, probably would have been like PS3 before I thought of that. You know, because um, you know, just the game game console, and um, although I, I haven't played PS4, you know, I don't have one. I don't know. I, I, I might have gone for that. Hey, hold on, Ben. Ben, hey, Ben. Hey. Hey, do me a favor. Um, let's go ahead and hear your deepest, darkest secret. No. <laughs> you have now stumbled into the middle of a BM squared show. We are ten minutes into recording. No. So hopefully now you'll be able to save this video because we we're trying to. I was trying to figure out how I was going to send it to you afterwards. So, but sorry, sorry, Matt. We're we're actually in the middle of the topic right now, um, and Matt was going and he was talking about his one game system for the rest of his life. Okay. So I'm sorry, Matt, to interrupt you. No biggie. So, um, all right. So, like I was saying, that um, if I had a PS4. And I knew the games on it. I most likely would have chosen that, just because I'm a graphics snob, you know. But um, uh, from what I understand, there's only like uh, you know a handful of like exclusives that are really super must-haves, you know, kind of thing. Or, or not necessarily exclusive, but games that were made for it. They're super must-haves. I can think of off the top of my head. So it probably would have won if I'd known it well enough. But I'm gonna go with probably I was gonna go with PS3, but then I realized, oh yeah, all I've been playing is my phone. So there you go. Because of the graphics, but assuming that this is going to be the one system you have for the rest of your life, and graphics are constantly updating, would that be a good choice? If graphics are updating because of the phone, is the the games oh. are getting more efficient? What what are you talking about? Uh, you're talking about you you're gonna everybody. Uh, is everybody else familiar? I'm hearing Mike drop out. Yeah, I heard him drop out. Uh, are you, uh, uh, okay. Can you hear me okay now? Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, yeah. So you want me to repeat what I was saying? Uh, yeah, please. Okay, so if if you mentioned at one point you said you'd go with you, you might go with the PS4 because of the graphics, with graphics constantly updating, if, if graphics is you know your decision towards the system that you'd have to be you'd have to have for the rest of your life, essentially like a marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, would that be a good choice to base off graphics? Yeah, I, I'm I'm agreeing with what Mike's saying here. If you're looking at this like it's a oh, marriage, yeah. like this is for the rest of your life, you know. I mean, well, if you're if you're married just because the girl was pretty, she ain't gonna be you know as pretty in fifty so, years. <laughs> now, I was saying that if I had known the games on PS4, I probably most likely would have chosen it. Uh, you know, if it had it, it, at least you know a handful of really good games I've heard of, like Spider Man and uh, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I I I I said. Originally, I would have thought PS3, but then I thought about the fact that all I've been playing is my phone lately, so that would be my number one choice. Uh-huh. Your phone. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Candy Crush, man. He's addicted to Candy Crush. Okay, so you're assuming that you're going to be stuck on this desert island, and I'm assuming, so we're not going to have cell phone service, but for some reason you'll have enough service to play Candy Crush. <laughs> no, I don't think Matt plays Candy Crush, but he does. Here's the interesting thing: is that he mentioned Pokemon Go, but he also mentioned being stuck on a deserted island. Yeah, you need internet connection to play Pokemon Go. So you're saying that you're going to have a Let's phone see. service that has no. You can't talk to oh. anybody. You can't message anybody. Oh yeah, yeah. But you uh, can here, play. Here's my uh, situation. Here's my situation. I have a satellite dish with a Wi-Fi. So blam. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't, you can't, you can't <laughs> radio for help. Yeah, you're not gonna ask for help. <laughs> it only does that. <laughs> it's messed dude, up. The boats are like, hey, can we, do you need some help? He's like, screw you, dude. I just caught Pikachu. You know, it's like, I, I mean, we're we're pretty much poking the log, the holes into the logic here because, but, yeah. but if you if you're listening at home and you're getting the premise of this, <laughs> you're thinking the same questions. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. <man. laughs> I mean, that's hey, why I kind said, of made my example not a said, deserted island because that's just so so cliche overused. I just thought of it as just you're stuck with one system, you know, be it at home or whatnot, um, that you're going to have to go to the fallout shelter right now. What, grab, what, what do you grab? Okay, let's ch- let's change. Uh, I mean, let's change the analogy then. Let's say like, okay, you're not on a desert island. Say you have an incurable disease. I'm not making not leave the news out of it. This is a new one. I'm making off the top of my head some incurable disease, and you are stuck in your house. And the last, and this just happens to be the last game system that you just happen to have. Well, see, I was doing it. Now you can't escape because you don't want to get anybody else sick. See, sure, sure. Hold on, I was trying to do it not to be political, but just to say, you know, the government's going to seize your systems and redistribute them to whoever, and you only get one. I mean, that's, 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 that's what, you, what you were saying. That's that's what you were saying. Something about uh, you know, um, you know, we are now living in a um, you know, what is that? Uh, what's that word they use for Bernie Sanders? Um, socialism. Uh, socialist, socialist society that is controlling you. And you know what's funny is that you know uh, when I brought that up, I was, they, I was saying that you know the government chips you and you know, you, you know you get. Um, uh, you know, all the games, and I said, you know, I had to throw the conspiracy theory in there. I don't know if you guys heard this, and I don't want to get really political, but 
they're now, now announcing that there's a chip that they can implant into you to, to, for you to check your health with COVID. Oh, and that just like came out a week ago. Those chips, like they've had chips like that for years now. They put like all the royal family has chips implanted in them. Well, now except, except now, for Meghan Markle, I guess. But. So, so, so anyway, yeah. So, so, yeah. So I know, gotta go because I, I only got a few minutes left. Oh, okay. I can. I'll mention what you had, unless you want to do it really quick. Yeah, I, but that's what I'm saying. I, I could do yeah. it really quick. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. So I would have gone with Dreamcast, but then as I thought about it more. Even though Dreamcast is generally my favorite system, if I was stuck, you know, in some scenario, whatever scenario, right? Now, I could only have one. Uh, I thought Dreamcast might not be the ideal thing because there was, you know, there was some of the online stuff, but we wouldn't have online in the scenario. And there's also a lot of, like, heavily on multiplayer stuff. And if I was by myself, then that wouldn't matter. And there were also just a lot of arcadey kind of games that weren't, like, great time sync games. And so my choice for this would be Super Nintendo because it has either tied or second place after PS2 for largest library ever, a lot of good games, a lot of time sync games, and it's heavy emphasis on single player, a lot of single player games. So, yeah, I think that would be it for me. Interesting, because you know what? I'm going to jump in for a second and mention, you know, Super NES is my favorite system. Dreamcast is my second favorite system. Um, when I was doing mine, I was considering them, and I, I'm not going to tell you what mine is right now, but I'm going to say it's not Dreamcast. And the reason why it's not Dreamcast is the same reason, kind of. I look at Dreamcast as it was a great um, kind of one-trick pony. It had a ton of great one-on-one fighting games, mm-hmm. but it lacked in RPGs, hard lacked in RPGs. Yeah. So, as much as I love the system for that, I don't think I would want to stick with that system because it doesn't have that balance. Yeah, yeah. It's thanks to them, though, that we ended up with, like, uh, 2K, uh, 2K Sports. Uh, Sega owned the rights to that, and then uh, Take-Two Interactive bought the uh, bought the rights, or they, bought the mm-hmm. or they bought the developer or something, and they inherited it. But, yeah, that's, like, where the 2K... The whole 2K line literally comes from Dreamcast. Uh... There's actually a good argument to say that the original Xbox is the Dreamcast 2, because when Microsoft started up their gaming division, um, they bought they bought the uh, the factory that Sega was using to build the Dreamcast, and that's the same factory that they used to build the Xbox. So yeah, well, also all right, one thing before I go, uh, I don't know whether you guys noticed or not, but uh, a lot of the uh, the tech that went into uh dreamcast actually went into xbox and a little bit to this day even carries on with xbox and it's weird because it's not so much the hardware that was relatively different between two consoles but it was this radical idea of how they had to set up because the previous consoles were all hardwired you know you couldn't reprogram them you couldn't like everything was baked into the chip it was basically rom and the the uh, Dreamcast was the first console where it actually was a PC. It ran an operating system. It, you know, the, it could be reprogrammed and stuff. You could update it with. In fact, it did over its life cycle. It would get updated. And a lot of people don't know this, but it ran Microsoft Windows. Yeah. Now and that's what they took to Xbox. Some, only some games ran Microsoft Windows. I think there's like a handful. In fact, uh, from what I've heard, games ran worse when they ran on Windows versus just running on the stock. 
uh, Dreamcast OS, but I, it, it was a part of it was a partnership with Microsoft. The the original Xbox was actually going to be backwards compatible with the Dreamcast, and they dotted all the T's and they crossed all the I's. I know I said that backwards, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> except for one point. Sega wanted them to keep all the online games active, and Xbox said no. And that was the one sticking point that ruined the entire thing. Mm, yeah. Because just imagine if you were able to use all your Dreamcast games on your Xbox, you would have just went from Dreamcast to Xbox. It would be like the natural, the natural progression. And PS2 probably wouldn't have done as well. But mm-hmm. we're like, well, Dreamcast is gone. Pick a new weapon, anybody you want. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I got to go, guys. I got to grab the missus from the airport, so. Okay. Okay. All right, take it easy. Yeah, take care, everyone. Yeah, I'm going to later. Let me get going pretty soon here. Like, right now, uh, I just want to say uh, I love your premise of, you know, let's say the the evil, um, oppressive, um, what is it, socialist government is is making, giving you a chip and making you do this. I just love that so much. Uh, because they're going to force you to uh, have health care and, and be, uh, you know. I, I didn't say any of that, dude. Now you're, don't make it political. You said something about that when you when you first told so, me about your credit. No, I, I didn't, dude. I, I was just saying about, you know, you're going to chip us just, just for fun. Just to explain how you're going to get access. I know. I know. I know you're just kidding, dude. I just, just think, curious uh-huh. what, you, what was you said. Like, Thursday after work, I went and I got my first vaccination mm-hmm. and that's when they handed me my papers so when they, <laughs> they stop me on the street they say where are your papers i have my papers now <laughs> they hand you a card and it looks like like literally the like the most government issued thing and also like insanely easy to copy uh mm-hmm. form the shows that you got your, your your vaccination shot, and I'm like, how long before I'm getting stopped to show this to people? So, so I'm gonna jump and I'm gonna do mine. I want to do mine actually before Matt leaves, if I can, um, because I think Matt find, might find it interesting. Um, I'm, I'm so, be running around while I'm, you know, I'm okay, that's fine. Yeah, so, so I was, um, I, I mean, this is where you, my first, my favorite system is the Super Nintendo, but I wasn't going to go with my favorite system because um, I know what Barrett's referring to that you know it's, it's got a great library but I think it also has that not so great side to it um, that I don't think you know it I, I don't think I want to stay with it the whole my whole life it's just my one system um, I talked about why I didn't chose, chose my second system so it came down to my third and fourth favorite systems I got, I got a question for you Mike yes <laughs> Are we allowed to include backwards compatibility? No. Okay. Because that's now products that were for a different system. Okay. So and we went, we so, went over these rules. Okay. Okay. So um, my third favorite system is the one one that when I get into any sort of like emulator, I go straight to. So I thought that would be a better the the best one. But when I think about it. I really was looking for a good variety, a good balance, a good solid library. So I ended up going with my fourth favorite system, which would be the PlayStation. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So that actually crossed my mind as well because there's a whole lot of, you know, fun games. My third favorite was Nintendo, the original NES. 
Um, and that's where I, you can see that there's, it, it, since it's so old, it doesn't have the balance like the PlayStation would. Um, it, it doesn't have some of the depth that the PlayStation would, as well as the light titles that can just be popped in and, you know, disregarding the loading time can be played for, you know, a few minutes and still you get your fill playing that. Um, now, the, the, you're probably, one thing I want to mention that's interesting about the PlayStation is out of my top 10 games of all time, mm. six of my 10 games, uh, which actually would be top 11 because two games share one spot because of the same, same, um, Hello? Yeah, you cut out. Mike, what? Oh, Mike. Ah. Yeah, can you hear me? There you go. I can hear you now. Yeah. You know, um, a six. Hello? Hello? Uh, Earth the mic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can barely I'm, hear much of what you're saying. That's weird. I'm still cutting out. Yeah, uh, you're well, back now. Yeah, give it a shot. Okay, so with six of the ten of my favorites in, in my top ten, I mean, it sounds like PlayStation should be my favorite system of all, but what's interesting is that if you look at them, like my favorite game's Persona, which is on PlayStation, that was neutered on the U.S. release. They cut it in half, basically. Um, they totally locked out, like, the second quest you can do. Um, my, my third favorite is Final Fantasy 4, which is actually on PlayStation, but has been changed to be like the Japanese release where it's ridiculously crazy hard with like attack back. So I prefer the Super NES version. Then you've got like Street Fighter Alpha 3 is my fourth that the PlayStation is the worst, um, version of that of any console. Um... Parasite is my sixth. That's exclusive on PlayStation. Castlevania Symphony of the Night is my eighth, but I prefer the Saturn version a lot more, especially because it has Maria. And then my tenth favorite is Blood Omen Legacy of Cain, but that's actually also on Windows, but I haven't tried it yet. So I may end up, if I ever tried it on Windows, I may prefer that version over it, which means that out of my top ten, probably only one would really end up being a PlayStation exclusive as the best version. So that's kind of something interesting about PlayStation. Whereas I get that great, I get that great library, but it's usually, it might not be the best version of the game, but I can still hang with it if I have to for the rest of my life. Yeah, you know, you actually took, because uh, when you told me the backwards compatibility was not a thing, PlayStation uh -huh. became like a really attractive option because- yeah. What what is the most useless retro system you can own right now? A PlayStation One. You just buy a PlayStation Two and you can play all the PlayStation One games. Exactly. Yeah. Hey guys, I gotta get going. Okay. All right. Take it easy. Later. All right. Good real. Later. Later. Also, you think the the PlayStation all PlayStation Threes can play PlayStation One games too? So yeah, the PlayStation One is probably the most useless thing out there. I remember I was at one game store; they were selling them for ten bucks. Well. <laughs> Actually, I can go further. I think the Atari 2600, I think the 7800 can play 2600. Yeah, so that makes it 20. But the thing is that people still prefer the 2600, even though the 7800 could play, just because, I don't know, it look, I think it looked cooler. Yeah. You know, and then you're not playing it. You're not going to play any 7800 games anyways. Who even had any? 
That's <laughs> true. You got a good point. Yeah, like I, I knew I, all these people who had the tw- the Atari. Well, not all these people, but I knew some people who had Atari seventy eight hundred. I didn't know anybody with an NEC Turbo Graphics, but I knew some people who had Atari seventy eight hundred. And all he did was play Atari twenty six hundred games on it and bitch that they didn't have a Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I've actually I've, I've fiddled with some seventy eight hundred games. I found one that's actually good. There are good ones. There are just that. Okay, so the Atari 7800, in order to make it backwards compatible with the 2600, they had to include all the original chips. Mm-hmm. And they decided to give these chips jobs. I mean, while well, you're there, might as well use you. And they used the sound chip. And a lot of Atari 7800 games would basically, would like imagine if it looked like a Nintendo game, but sounded like an Atari game. And that was the 7800. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh it's a horrible 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 so like, you can play like paperboy like oh paperboy looks pretty good yeah unmute it oh god no no mute, mute. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um you, that would leave you as the last person hmm so you took playstation already okay uh how about this i know it has to be games directly for that system but what about the fact that the sega genesis can look like it's on life support when you add, add the two attachments can that count you're talking about sega cd and 32x yeah i would classify sega cd as its own system even though it attaches to the genesis because it had quite a robust library for you know what it was 32x i could say is just the same okay so i'll do i'll do genesis and 32x okay I'm kind of not surprised, though, from you. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It was either that or Nintendo. Uh, it just because, like, just the most fond memories in the game collection. And, like, you're talking about RPGs. Well, you know, we got Fantasy Star. Um, yeah, we don't have Final Fantasy unless you want to go bootleg. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, and then, of course, Sonic the Hedgehog, which is a great platformer, um, a game that I, I still pick up from time. Actually, that's how I check emulators to see how accurate the emulator is. Uh, and, um, like, Aerobiz was a fun game, but that's also on Super Nintendo, but the Genesis one had better music, because the Genesis had that awesome Yamaha sound chip, like, literally the same freaking sound chip that they were putting in, like, if you went and bought a keyboard back then from Yamaha, you'd have the same chip that was in the Genesis. So that was kind of cool. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's really, uh, Streets of Rage, great beat-em-ups, um, I mean, we can't talk about backwards compatible, but it is backwards compatible with Master System games. Um, so that's not a big deal. And, uh, yeah, just a really awesome, awesome lineup of games. And I think with the 32X, you get a better version of Mortal Kombat 2. You get a slightly better... Actually, I think it's a much better version of NBA Jam. I haven't played in a while, though. Yeah, you get all these great arcade games that came out at the time. Um not Killer Instinct because that was Nintendo, but all the other fighting games like Street Fighter Two had the special championship edition, which yes, the sound kind of sucked on it, but it, you know if you had the six-button controller with the Genesis, it was still a good time. And of course, Mortal Kombat One with the blood, which even though the graphics kind of sucked on it, but what do you do? And of course, uh, yeah, just a great, great console that actually probably would have li- lived longer if Sega of Japan would have stopped looking at what was going on in Japan. And just looked at, 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 at America for a second and actually listened to Tom Kalinske. Was it Tom Kalinske who was running? Whoever was running Sega at the time. 
and they just listened to him and just you know he wanted to stick with the genesis he didn't want that they sega of america did not want the saturn to come out Mm -hmm. Genesis was still selling well. That's why the 32X came out. That was the mistake of America's idea to keep the Genesis relevant because it was still selling decently well. And in sake of Japan, the Genesis, the Mega Drive in Japan, the Genesis in, in Japan was called the Mega Drive. The Mega Drive didn't do as well. They were in third place. They lost to the Turbo to the PC Engine slash Turbo Graphics in Japan. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to move on. Yeah. And, Sega of Japan was like, no, we're the boss. We own you. You're gonna. We, we want all our regions to be on the same page. And I'm like, okay. But I, I'm sure if they looked back, if they stayed with the Sega Genesis in the states and maybe did the Saturn in Japan and had the 32X in the states, the 32X and the Saturn kind of ran similar chipsets. Uh -huh. And you, yeah, and you know what? I, I gotta say that I'm glad that they they moved on to the Saturn because it's really good to have a system out there that still pissing off nerds that are trying to figure out how to emulate it that's true because i don't think there's the other only other system i know of that's really problematic at this point to emulate from around that time would be the xbox but i think that's because then you got to give it up to microsoft then what's that you got to give it up to microsoft then because their emulator that their xbox emulator is really good in fact, they were able to get more out of the graphics than what was originally on the disc. Like, uh, like with a Ninja Gaiden Black, if you play it on an Xbox One X, which is what I have, it mm -hmm. does it in 4K at 60 frames per second. And in, with some games like uh, Mirror's Edge, which is a 360 game, but still they were able to upgrade it, um, they threw an HDR. Bad. What's that? Did we lose you again? I, I think I lost you, Ben. There you are. Hello. Mike. Mike. Bueller. 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 Are you here, Bueller? Oh, I guess it's all by myself. He just sent me a text message. So ben, you there? There you go. You're back. I just got your text message. Oh. I lost them again. But, yeah, so the, talking about um, the systems that... Uh, okay, so I think that this will be the end of the episode. I'm not sure if I'm having issues or Ben's having issues or what's no, going on. I, so can you hear I'm going to go ahead and...